0: Dodgers pulled it off seven five. Get it uh, up! They they gave up one run at the at that end at the end there, but it wasn't Jansen. So. <laughs> and they clinched the playoff spot. Did they clinch with the, the win? There, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Congratulations, Dodger fans. We're going to the bubble. There's a baseball <laughs> bubble right, this time. That's now. right.
1: Pop the sh- playoff Pop bubble. the champagne. Wait a minute. I hope they don't
0: do that shit this season. Are you kidding me? That's no. One of my, we'll get into this later. But one of my biggest pet peeves is when teams pop champagne for winning the regular season and then winning every subsequent round after that. It's the dumbest I shit. I don't I've like ever it either. Seen. You Honestly. know what
1: I want? I will. You know what tradition <laughs> I want baseball to bring back is uh, seeing those old nineteen sixties and fifties World Series champions. They just go out to the mound and shake hands, dude. That's yeah. all. They just won the championship exactly. Exactly. and. All all they do is go shake hands and maybe me hug that was it thank you for downloading and listening to the west box score we take a look at sports on the west side of the country inside and outside of the box score here to do that with me is my co-host my co-pilot my co-captain the doc gallows to my carl machine gun anderson donald Paz. what's up donald
2: Yo, what up, Alex? How you been, bro?
1: I've been good, man. Anxious to talk to our guests who we're going to have on in just a moment. I need to take a quick moment to ask you to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WestBoxScore and also subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast downloaded. And now the triumphant return of the third man in our tag team here, Sonny and Mano. What's up, Sonny?
0: What's up, gentlemen? Man, you you go away for one episode Uh and you tell them don't break anything, and there goes Ah. Alex. There goes Alex. It was, a sm- it was a small
1: contained fire. Just wanted to see what the gender reveal was going to be for the cats next door. And it got out of control, man. And now all of the west side of the country is on fire. It's the West Box Score fire now. Yep. Totally didn't mean to everybody. I'm sorry. If your air quality is bad, not my fault. Sadio Mano left us unattended to. So it's his fault. Uh, <laughs> but uh, before we get, uh, we got to get to the dumpster fire. That is the L.A. Clippers, man. Oh, man. We've always lead with the Lakers because that's, that's our team. But the reason that this is so funny is because I've attested to this has been my point about Clippers fans. There's no such thing as actual Clippers fans. What they are to me are just L.A. Laker haters. They're hometown Laker haters. They don't want to even because they feel like the all Laker fans are assholes that they were like I don't want to be in that group of assholes and in a sense they've become assholes by going against the lakers so they were like I'm going to be the the opposite and root for the clippers it's like no I just don't like clippers fans and I laugh at I laugh at the clippers whenever they fail miserably and this was such a triumphant fail that fourth quarter <laughs> Oh, it was tough to watch, dude. What do you do? You have some of those stats handy, Donald, of how that fourth quarter looked for those LA Clippers.
2: I don't have it just for the quarter, but I do have um, the info on just the overall performance, especially from the big players, uh, right. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Um, Kawhi Leonard put up fourteen points, and Paul George put
0: up ten points oh. in the whole game. Can I quick. Can I real quick tell you that what you know, the memes for this meltdown were like the best of all time. But I could tell you that yeah. one of the ones that I saw now that you just rattled off their their two points was uh was that Kawhi and Paul Pierce wanted to honor Kobe and so they scored a combined twenty four <laughs> points. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was,
1: I'm sorry, dude. That's e.
0: um I, I think I saw that a stats something oh, like man. they
1: were over eight. 0 for 11 from the field and maybe over for 5 from three-point range as a team uh, at one point in the fourth quarter. Wow. It's like, oh, my God. That's and crazy. Kawhi Leonard and, and, and uh, Paul George, zero points in the fourth quarter. Zero points in the fourth quarter. Those are your two biggest players. You can't. Game seven, fourth quarter, no production from your two biggest players. Unbelievable. Oh, my God
2: if you saw the game it shows too that's the crazy part it was hard to believe that that was happening as it was happening it's like whoa um that's crazy you know here we were talking about how uh we thought the clippers and the lakers and that was the big story throughout the whole season was clippers lakers western finals you know um but you said it on the group text man uh Maybe maybe next season when they're at Staples, but
1: well, yeah, like it's yeah,
2: a, it was crazy to see. We couldn't get a preview of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the most fitting thing from this happening: at Lakers Clippers playoff series. That at least when it does happen, it will happen in LA as it should happen in LA, not in some Orlando bubble. Oh man, it was it was hindsight. Like in retrospect, now I could laugh at it, but seeing it happen live the other day, it it was oh so sad, and I wanted, I felt bad, but now I just got to laugh at him. It was
0: bad. This, I thought there was one telling stat, again, as I was was sifting through, you know, the (laughs) endless heat of comments, there was one telling stat that I read that said, Okay, because the Lakers obviously have returned to the Western Conference Finals. That's officially going to kick off tonight at the time that you're listening to this. Um, Have returned to the Western Conference Conference Finals for the first time since 2010 when they last won the the chip. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: uh, and in between that drought, right, the Clippers have made the playoffs every single year and never made it to the Western Conference Finals. So the Lakers Mm -hmm. were like, yo, we're going to take a little... Eight to ten year break here, fellas. Have at it, and zero. Yeah. And here yeah. come the Lakers back, and it's like it's like nothing. It's like I I jumped into a time machine, man. It's like nothing yeah. has changed. It's crazy. It's crazy. I feel <clears throat> it's weird. I feel bad for for Clipper fans. Um,
1: yeah, it makes me it makes me
0: laugh at Alex's description of Clipper fans <laughs> because I feel like Clipper fans. Clipper fans, Angels fans, and Gale- LA Galaxy fans okay. all have similar DNA. Okay, uh, but 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 I'll give you Galaxy credit and Angels credits because at least you guys have won some chips, right? And have 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 proven to be successful at you know. And I know what the ultimate comeback is going to be for LAFC. Well, we, we, we supporter show blah blah blah. We've only been a franchise for three. We've only Can been a franchise for three seasons. So don't even give me that shit yet because it's still too soon. I haven't but even said anything. Well, you I already to know where you your point. head's at. I already know where your head's at. That's why I'm, before you even get there. But I'm telling you that there is a shared DNA. Okay. something about something about the fact that they play second fiddle. One franchise doesn't even two. Two of those teams that I mentioned don't play in LA. The other one does, but they. They're like always been second fiddle to the main franchise. So that's why they have like this share. Their fans all have like this shared DNA, but the Clippers take the cake. Clippers fans, I'm sorry. You're the most cursed. You're I don't I, I couldn't imagine what it's like to be a Clippers fan. I know what it's like to be a Mariners fan. And I don't even think that compares to this Clippers you know, feeling of, of, I don't know if choke is collapse. However you want it. However you want to put it. a Catastrophe. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like three
1: chances to close out the Denver nuggets and fail all three times. Apparently they've, in their fr- in their history, they're zero for eight in clinching in clinching games to a Western Conference fi- to a Western Conference Finals appearance. I didn't realize they had five other chances last time. When when was that?
0: I'm telling you, th- in the last decade. Oh, in wow. the last in decade the last while decade. the Lakers okay. have been have been gone, um, the Clippers have been knocking on what seems like the door forever, and and this was the year that everybody, the pundits, the experts, even us as cro- as cross hall room. Fans, right, or or, or cross uh, dressing room fans <laughs> for the moment, yeah. we're we're expecting them to be at least in the final four, right? You know, it almost it almost was setting up to be like winner of the next series is going to win it all, right? If it happens to be the Clippers, congrats, man, you guys finally did it. If it's the Lakers, it's what we hoped for and expected, you know. But yeah, but that's not it's not playing out, man. And it's crazy,
1: unbelievable, yeah, it just. It's 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 sad but funny because they, that's what they deserve. <laughs> their second fiddle. Ah, that's they, harsh. Their are second
0: harsh, fiddle man. for a reason. They don't deserve that. Now nah, come on, man. They're little brothers, <laughs> dude. Come on. But that's why Again, we beat up you on the any, You don't have any siblings like that, so. <laughs> <time. laughs>
1: <laughs> I have little brothers now and actually you're right. They don't deserve that. I do take, I take that back a little bit. They deserve, so they deserve to have some kind of happiness at some point. It They will get it. Maybe not with the current personnel they have. That's what you guys were talking about. Doc Rivers maybe needs to go. Um, do they need another, do they need a big, another big star piece, like a big three? Like, is that what's missing another big star player? Or is it just a, role players at this point like with these two big uh with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George they just need role players at this point
2: I think so given the personalities that are Kawhi Leonard and Paul George um you know just in comparison to the Lakers you got LeBron who you know even though he is LeBron James like he's that guy that like gets super happy and he really like um cheers on the team te- teammates and all that like when uh, was it uh Horton Tucker uh, made a couple shots. He looked like he was really genuinely happy for him, and you get you get that kind of a feeling like this this boost of confidence, you know, of him seeing uh, other people flourish in the team, and you don't get that from Kawhi or Paul George. Um, Kawhi's a robot to me, so because you know, exactly, so because it feels like at some point he. Um, you, you want him because he's great and he can kind of help you get to a championship. He's already done it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't expect him to be that guy that's going to rally the troops and to make them feel like super confident and all that. Um, I feel that that's, that's what they're missing because Patrick Beverly, he's kind of just all attitude. He's just a guy that likes to punk and he can kind of fire you up, but in a different manner. And I feel like that's what they didn't have. Like, it was pretty obvious seeing that, like, uh, the bench and all of them just look really chill, very mild. They didn't look like they were there happy. Um, Not like that they weren't happy, but, I mean, I'm sure they were. But it's just, like, it doesn't show. Like, the translation wasn't there for us fans to see. Whereas um, the Nuggets looked like they were all happy. Um, And I'm sure the expectation was different, too. Like, the Nuggets weren't expected to be here. So the way they probably saw this Game 7 was, hey, let's just go out and have fun. Let's go out and do it. People don't expect anything. If we go home, we go home. It is what it is. And I think with the Clippers, it was a different outcome. Like, it was a different expectation. I think that played into it. Mm -hmm. So they definitely do need, like, someone else. Um, Because just the way uh, Jokic was having a game, I mean, he only scored 16 points, but the fact that, you know, he was able to draw double teams and, and get other guys open, I mean, that says a lot about how you're defending. And maybe you don't have the right personnel to defend someone like him. Um, Jamal Murray had 40 points. You can't allow Jamal Murray to have 40 points. You know, that just doesn't, it, if you want to beat them, you can't let those two have the kind of games that they have. Um, because the other role players are just there to facilitate the other means to just keep the lead going. And unfortunately, the Clippers didn't have that in Paul George or Kawhi Leonard, and you can't look to the other rest of the starters and a couple of the bench guys to do that for you. Um, so I, I believe it's a roster issue. It's a chemistry issue more than anything.
1: Well, the the tempo that the Nuggets are playing with, you know, without a care, without the pressure, sorry, that that makes the team more dangerous because now the pressure was all on the Clippers to... Finish the the series. Nuggets almost playing with house money because they weren't expected to go this far already. From game six to pushing into a game seven, just having so much more fun. So that's a dangerous team that just beat the Clippers. Going into game one tonight against our Lakers, are you worried now, Sonny? You're shaking your head. You don't. You're. You don't. You're not worried about this Denver team.
0: No, no, I'm not. Wow. I'm I have no disrespect to them. I'm not taking away from their feet and what they've pulled off and their heart. Um, but I think the LeBron we're talking about now in year 17, it that dude eats pressure for breakfast, man. <laughs> like he's just, that's just a different dude that they're up against right we now.
1: We just built different, dog. We just built different. Yeah, man. It's just,
0: <laughs> it's like a different promo, dude.
1: but it's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but, and I say that because earlier version of LeBron, um, there were questions about you know, how he would shy away sometimes from the big moment, um, you know, and that's why he needed to go to a team like the Heat and form, you know, with two other players of that caliber, even though he was still the best player. But, you know, I remember that narrative very clearly. But this ain't that same LeBron. This is experienced, aged LeBron who's still hungry, by the way, who's been hearing nonstop about how Giannis is the best, Kawhi is now the best, Steph is the best, et cetera, et cetera, and so forth and so on. And yet there's one dude still standing of all those guys, and I think he's aware of that, and he knows you get a team like Denver down. Although the Lakers played around with their food with the Houston Rockets in the last series and, and the the Blazers the series before that, but I think... The, the title, is the chip is so close, I don't see the Lakers making the same mistakes that in this case the Clippers and, and I guess the Jazz, but also made uh, in letting Denver come back out of it. Um, so I just don't see it happening, man. And, that, and I, I'm not trying to be an arrogant Laker fan at that point. It's more objectively looking at the personnel. As Donald said, you know, the makeup, the chemistry of these teams, the Lakers have been playing the best defense in the bubble, you know, of all teams. I arguably Absolutely. you could say the heat, the heat also have been playing just as good defense. Um, But for sure, top two defense, you know, the Lakers have been playing. So, so long as they sustain that on that end of the floor, that because they're going to miss shots. Of you know, they're going to go through their droughts. That's fine. But don't, don't. Dip your energy, and like I said, you played with your your food with the rocket sometimes, and you would mess around and let them come back. And luckily, you were able to nip it in the butt and finish the deal. But let obviously the lessons there, the the histories there, to show us if you do that with this Denver team, they have the experience to believe in themselves, the confidence to believe. Oh, we've been here before. Ain't no thing. but well, that's you know, dangerous.
1: So-, so that's why it's so dangerous, and that's why you have it's- to.
0: It's dangerous, but I but I trust in this Laker team to not fall victim to it, you know, and that's why I'm I'm a, I'm not nervous about it. <laughs> that's how much faith I have in in this team and how well coached they are, uh, or, or well coached they've been, and how disciplined they've been thus far. I'm so,
1: hoping I don't yeah. have to play this back next next week's episode. I am hoping, Sonny, I don't have to. So uh,
0: there's two things you're gonna have to play back. Two weeks from now, you're gonna have to play back when Donald when you asked us for a dark horse before all these play, these playoffs started. You did, yeah, that's right. Both myself and then Donald gave you a team from South Beach you named the Miami Heat. You did. You'll play that back first, <laughs> and then you'll play and then you'll play this back when it's Lakers and Heat in the final. You got it, <laughs> Donald. What are your uh,
1: what are your predictions for this series? What do you think it's going to take for the Lakers to finish off Denver?
2: Um, it's crazy to see. Well, for me personally, um, I think that the biggest hurdle was already done with the Houston Rockets. Wow, I feel that that was the team that I was the most scared of. Um, and at the same time, they took care of it. It feels like the Lakers are just built differently. Um, I think a lot of people don't really expect them to do much, uh, especially because. Outside of the starting, maybe I mean, outside of LeBron and AD, uh, people question Kuzma, uh, Caruso, um, Danny Green. They pretty much question any all the rest of the roster outside of the, the the top two, and I think that's the reason why the Lakers, you know, are always a little, uh, what's the word? Like they're always under underrated in that sense, but at the same time, like you've seen how much they produce. And the thing is like, yeah, do they, do they drop the first game? Yeah, they drop the first game, but then they come back and they just basically take them out in the next four. At least that's what we've seen in the past two series. Um, The big, the only test I would say is just the fact that this Denver team has come back down from three to one in the past two series. So um, I feel like the Lakers have enough to shut down Jamal Murray And I think they have the bigs to be able to uh, work with Nikola Jokic. Um, The thing with the Rockets is that I feel that what they did a good job on that I kept seeing was that every time they double teamed one of their guys, whether it be uh, James Harden or uh, Westbrook, they knew how to time the third guy defending the open guy. So it was like the double team comes, then James Harden looks for the open guy. And as soon as he gives it to him, like there's already a defender, like a step, ahead to ke- to make sure that guy's covered. And that's what the Clippers didn't do with Denver. And that's why, even though uh, Jeff Van Gundy kept talking about um, uh, Jokic's passing and how great of a passer he was and all that, a lot of it was just because every time they double teamed him, he would give it to the guy that's open and no Clipper was there to defend that guy. So by the time that guy gets the shot off, the Clippers are like two steps behind on the defensive. And I feel like that's the thing that the Lakers are better at. So... Um, I just think like their defense is great, and you know, similar to the Clippers, they just got to make their shots. If Clippers make their shots, this game would be different for the Clippers, and I think the Lakers just got to get their shots in. That's it.
1: Western Conference Finals starting today. Make sure you check it out. 6 p.m. tip-off is that on TNT, Donald? Yep. Yes. All, right, sunny, All the Western Conference games are on TNT. Nice. Be sure to check it out. So over the weekend, uh, the NFL got restarted and we saw SoFi Stadium open up with the L.A. Rams taking on the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night football. Good matchup. I got to say, I like the way this Rams offense looked. They they incorporated three different running backs and, um, golf, a lot of screen plat, a lot of screens to the outside. Robert Woods went off, had a great game. Cooper cup being Cooper cup, always clutch third damp, uh, catches golf. Um, I'm always not hundred percent sold on golf just cause I feel like he misses a lot of open guys. He just goes for the quick reads and he doesn't really survey the field quickly enough for my liking but the defense looks strong. Aaron Donald is a goddamn beast. It's so great to, when our defense has a alignment like that, to just, just eat up offensive lines and just scare quarterbacks. You see what he did to Ezekiel Elliott at one point, just tossed him up like a rag doll. And what is Ezekiel Elliott, 230 pounds of all muscle. and He just throws him up uh, going after a uh, pack, uh, Dak Prescott there. Um, 20 to 17 win for them. Um Weird calls there on both ends. Uh, did you catch this game? Do you have any thoughts? No, Sunny doesn't want to talk about the the Rams at all. Uh, Donald, how did your Chargers look in Cincinnati? Uh, well, they beat
2: the Cincinnati Bagel, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, no game that I feel the Chargers should have lost. <laughs> Um, I wasn't really impressed with their performance overall, um, but, you know, a win is a win, so that's good. I mean, luckily, the kicker just missed the kick at the end, and it was just a really weird game overall. It felt really slow to me. I felt like Tyrod Taylor—I haven't seen him since the Buffalo days. I completely forgot what he looks like, and I didn't realize, like, how— how slower he is now and I guess because he's older he's 31 and he's like a mobile quarterback but I guess when you're older and you're mobile it it, there's this weird uh pace with the game that just completely feels like it's running at like 0.5 speed instead of one speed um and I I was really impressed I was really impressed with the rookie uh, Joshua Kelly who made the touchdown the only touchdown the Chargers Mm made um and it was really cool seeing him do it I think the Chargers aren't trying to admit it, but I feel like they are doing the quarter, uh, the running back by committee um, thing that the Rams are doing right. where they're running, you know, they're bringing in Eckler, then Kelly. I think Justin Jackson was there for a couple, and I think he's hurt now. But, you know, they're trying to rotate their guys too. Obviously, Eckler's a big, uh, the first uh, running back. But, yeah, it was really impressive. I think if it wasn't for Michael Badgley, though, in making those field goal kicks, the Chargers would have lost for sure. Um, he basically was a saving grace for this game. But, Overall, I don't know. I, I'm Not really too hyped about the the way the team looks so far, and I think it just starts with the quarterback for me. So we'll see. We'll see if they switch
1: out with somebody else. We'll see, Sonny. There's another team that an pl- NFL team that plays in California. How did they do over the weekend?
0: You must be referring to my beloved Forty Niners. <laughs> The yes. defending NFC champions put some respect on their uh, name. I, I asked. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. It is a copycat <laughs> league, so let's not pretend like the Rams suddenly uh, employing this three running running back by committee <laughs> system is like, oh, it's so genius. By There was a team that went all the way to the Super Bowl last year doing this, and they were called the San Francisco 49ers. So consistency is key. Let's see what they do this year. For (laughs) copying the recipe (laughs) to success. Um, just to finish the thoughts on your Rams team, the, the most impressive thing about that game was that stadium. Whoo man, what a stadium. Um, who knows when anybody will be able to set foot in there. 2025. Maybe, (laughs) maybe, but, uh, but yeah, that's a gorgeous, gorgeous looking stadium. I will give credit to that. Um, wouldn't you? Can't, I, I bet
1: you can't wait to see the Rams Niners there.
0: Of course, are you <laughs> kidding me? Because I guarantee you that had fans been allowed in this game, the Cowboys would have won because they they would have had the, the home field advantage uh, all the time. We all know Cowboys fans would have showed up. Even as much as I despise the Cowboys and how overrated they are every single season, we all know that every game at Ram Stadium or SoFi Stadium mostly is a home game for the other team. Let, so this let, is actually an advantage this season for the Rams that they're not having any fans in the stands. That was at the Coliseum.
1: Um, that's true. But maybe SoFi will have a you know slight edge to LA fans. Maybe. Oh, I'm, I'm, being on, I'm being hopeful. Yeah. I'm being hopeful. Look at me trying to be optimistic now. This is my new, <laughs> I
0: don't think my so, new buddy. way of life. If that helps you sleep at night, sure. <laughs> um the Niners, though, to answer your original question, disappointedly uh, dropped their first game. Not surprisingly, though, because it was a division game. The Cardinals have played us tough for uh, seemingly like the last decade, but especially Kyler Murray um since he was drafted has been a thorn in the Niners' side. I mean, not just the Niners' side, um, a lot of team sides, but ours especially for whatever reason. that He gives us fits, man. And um, it was disappointing also to see kind of some of the same issues occur for us. Not that we had many last season, but the glaring issues being when our receivers are not healthy and we rely on our depth of receivers, we don't look that good. Like, Jimmy G doesn't have that many weapons to throw at, and, it, and therefore it exposes him a little more. Um, and that's kind of how this played out. Mm. You know, we started off fast, and the Cardinals found a way to hang around, as they normally do, again, and then Kittle missed some time because he got injured during the game. And our, it's just we didn't have that receiver. I feel like we're, we're at least, we're a couple pieces away, but I said we've been a receiver away, like a deep threat receiver away from really being the complete team and and you know i whispers around the league are alan robertson wants out of chicago maybe he does maybe he doesn't i really hope the niners make a serious attempt to get a receiver like that because then then it's like all right we're rocking and rolling but um but i'm not too worried you know a lot of people like to hit the panic button overreact after you know a game it was week one there was no preseason um so you have to account for things like that. Again, Absolutely, there's no fans. Yeah. There was smoke in the air. So many variables that, and, and again, credit to the Cardinals because they found a way to finish finish off the win and and get it done. And, and now, and that was a huge loss because it was a divisional game in a tough division. But I'm not pressing the panic button yet. You yeah. know, I'm not ready to count out the Niners out of contention. I'm not, I don't think, oh, suddenly because of the way the Rams look against the Cowboys that, oh, forget it. It's going to switch back to the Rams. It's week one, gentlemen. Let's, let's chill out for a second and reassess in three more weeks.
1: I think, yeah, I think it's fair. Every team needs to reassess uh, or just not panic after a one week loss. Cause like you said, there was no preseason. This is our first real look at NFL teams in full, at, in full throttle. Like scrimmages are not going to help out a team uh, fix or correct their offenses or defenses. So you got to let these weeks play out. And that's going to be tough now because you have uh, 16 games to do it but you're going to have to correct sooner rather than later. Uh, Moving on now to baseball. The Astros were in town over last weekend, and that was a fun two games, Uh, except for the fact that Kenley uh, was another dumpster fire on the mound. He's just, when he's on, I haven't, I'm trying to rack my brain, Donald, and hopefully you can help me out with this, Donald. I cannot remember the last time Kenley had a, nine or not even a nine, but like maybe a 15 pitch inning for a save. It's, it's never an easy three outs for Kenley. It never is. And would he come in on the top of the ninth for a save against or, uh, against Houston? And he gives up a tying run. Then he gives up two additional runs. It was a four to, I believe a five to one lead they had in the top of the ninth. And he gives up yeah. six runs or it might have been yeah. six or seven runs, seven runs, right? Yeah, he, he
0: didn't, re- he didn't record an out. <sighs> it,
1: it, it, it was tough to watch. That was, that was about the um the Clippers collapse. It was bad. It was a really bad yeah. one bad inning, right? It's not like he blew the series out of the chance at a Western conference finals appearance, but still a bad, a bad outing, a bad outing there. And it's, yeah. it especially stings because it's against the Houston Astros and you just want to, Beat the crap out of them every time they're in town, so that's why it really stung for me as a Dodgers fan. But they come back and win the next game, so that was fine. But my favorite uh, was were Dodger fans in front of Dodger Stadium, just kind of uh, hitting trash cans again uh, as the Astros bus. Pulled into Dodger Stadium, they have their signs. You know, M- Manfred's a piece of trash, what have you? St- hey Altuve, steal this sign. Uh, and then uh, there was even a um, a helicopter that flew over Dodger Stadium with this, with uh says, "Hey Astros, steal this sign. You cheated!" S- bang, bang. Yeah. That's bang, right, bang. Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. That, I, I mean, this is not going to die down anytime soon. It, it, it can't next year, right? Right, Sonny? What do you think?
0: No. Th- no, this rivalry will exist at least for the next four years. As long as, as, long as Bregman, Altuve, <laughs> Springer, Correa, any one of those players still play for the Houston Astros, this rivalry will continue to exist. Um, and I will say I, I was with you. Nobody was hurt more or disappointed more by Kenley Jansen's meltdown than – Mariners fans, because I'll have you know, going into that moment, we were trailing the Astros for the second spot, which this year is a playoff spot in the America League West by two games. So... Trust me, every loss to the Astros is huge right now with two weeks of baseball left. So, nobody was rooting harder for <laughs> Canley Jansen to come in and, oh, just finish this deal. So, to see his meltdown was so infuriating. Um, yeah. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you guys lost to your bitter rivals, but you still you were still sitting in first. Right. I was like, ah, okay. It sucks. We should have swept them, blah, blah, blah. But, there was actual playoff implications for other teams, so oh. that's where it was disappointing.
1: Sorry, we can't help you out, Sonny. We would love uh, to have your right, Mariners yeah. in the postseason, <laughs> especially now that you yeah. have a one in sixteen chance
0: of making it. Yeah, exa- hey, hey, we'll take it. But uh, with that yeah. said, all that goodwill and that 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 family love that was there, where I was like, "Come on, Dodgers, take care of business." I'm rooting so hard for you. Went out the window. On Monday night, when or Tuesday, I forget what it was now. I guess it was Monday night. Here we when go. Dave I'm- Roberts opened his stupid mouth about Grisham's home run for the Padres, about how you have to put some respect on Clayton Kershaw's name, which is the yeah. biggest amount of bullshit. And I'm just going to sit back right here and let you Dodger fans have at it. What do you guys think about your manager, trying to uh, take the fun out of baseball. What do you guys have to say? It's a
1: manager's job to protect his players. I don't agree with him at all. I I don't like the Padres, as we've mentioned before, just uh, at our day jobs, how I don't like the Padres, because they're divisional rivals. However, I do enjoy teams and, and athletes when they have a bit of a swagger about them, like the Conor McGregor's of the world, and they, and they back it up, you know. And they're fun to watch, and I appreciate the fact they are a fun team to watch. I just don't want that fun to come at the expense of my team because I'm I'm selfish that way. But the the I just I, I don't agree at any at all what Dave Roberts said. I'll let you take some of this, Don. What do you think? No, I don't. I feel
2: like if I did, and it would come off terrible uh, when uh, the Texans manager was also saying a similar thing. Um, the whole unwritten rules, you know, it goes back to that conversation. And I just think it's ridiculous. I think that, you know, if a team is really good and they're just killing you, then that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, um, everyone's a professional and you guys get paid a lot of money and whatever. Like, I mean... Uh, there's not a lot of room for how people think you're feeling or anything like that. I mean, people expect you to perform, and that's what you're supposed to do. Um, I think, if anything, you should just know, like, if you needed to pull Kershaw, then you just need to pull pull Kershaw. But to ask your player to—or ask the player of the other team to just somehow be like, oh, like— be courteous because you know he's our <laughs> ace. You know, it's like, well, you know, maybe you should just pull the ace and put a pitcher that would take these guys out. How about that? Right? It's like, I just think it's dumb. I think that managers should not be commenting on how a player should do in their success. Like don't be getting in anyone's, you know, don't be getting anyone's way in their success is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, Dave Roberts being a former player, he has this old school, older school mentality, you know, it's not that he's old school. He's old from a yeah. previous, you know, generation of ball players, and they still stick by those rules. And I really feel some of those unwritten rules, should be revised or they will continue to be revised with newer generations of players. And there's nothing wrong with that. That makes the game more fun for fans now. So let's just, the Padres uh, players are enjoying playing the game. And as fans, we can enjoy watching them. Just once again, not the expense of my team. I'd prefer not to, but I could still appreciate their swagger. I will appreciate their swagger. I just don't want to see them celebrating against my team. And I could be upset about it a little bit, but I'm not going to be like, oh, they're, what do, follow those unwritten rules. No, nah, whatever, dude. Enjoy it. Like now. just
0: beat them. Just beat them. Exactly. That's the, best That's the comeback. Like, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You should just have pitched better. How about that? Yeah. That's you know?
1: the key. At the end of the day, that's all it is. As we're, re- as we're taping this now, it's the bottom of the ninth in San Diego. The Dodgers are currently leading seven to four, which worries me. You know that's why. <laughs> you know why. So why
0: am I worried, Sonny, with a three run lead? Why would I be worried? Because I think Dave Roberts just uh, touched his right arm as he was summoning. The gentleman named Canley Jansen to come and in and how close many it out. Ru-
1: And but yet, how many runs are they up by three? Huh? What would it take for mm. the Padres to load the bases? And- oh, it's looking like
0: Pedro. It's looking like Pedro bias is in the game. Okay, so it looks good. like Jansen yeah, has learned a his, change right yeah, now. Yeah, Jansen. It, it, looks, it looks like he learned his lesson. <laughs> There's a runner on first, one out. Okay.
1: So. <laughs> As we continue uh, taping our episode here, we'll probably go back. Give us 10 minutes,
0: folks. We'll go (laughs) back and give you an update on this game
1: because I'm worried whenever they're up only by three runs against, as Sonny likes to refer to them as slam diego, slam diego. <laughs> <laughs> so a grand slam would would uh, to give the padres the win and we obviously don't want that right donald because uh what is this uh no. there uh what's uh where's the standings for the dodgers and the padres here
2: they're they're two they're two and a half games behind first place uh. in the nl west so it's a really tight race i mean it's crazy to see that uh, they made the moves they made in the in the in the trade deadline. It was like, oh shoot, they know that there's a window here, and they're going to take that window right now. So it's insane to see how they're pretty, how
1: they're really playing it. So it's crazy. That that what what universe is this? What galaxy are we in that the uh, <laughs> that the Padres are making a run at a division title? Super crazy right now. Uh, there's another team that plays in. L.A., quotation marks, uh, L.A. of Orange County. Uh, What are the uh, Angels up to over there, Donald? Well, the Angels, uh,
2: obviously, at the time of this recording, there's about 10 games left. Like Sonny had mentioned, I got around two weeks of baseball left um, before the playoff start. Um, Angels are currently in fourth place, um, which I don't think they have a shot of making the postseason. No, probably um, not. If you ask me. (laughs) They... um, they're currently playing the Arizona Diamondbacks in this week. Uh, I know they had, a, I believe they had Monday
1: off or Tuesday, mm-hmm. Monday off, right? Yeah.
2: And then, um, they played Diamondbacks uh, on Tuesday. They lost nine to eight, so they kind of put a big, a big, uh, put a good fight, but they lost. And um, they're playing the Diamondbacks for the rest of the week. Um, but yeah, I think as far as postseason, I think that's i think they're pretty much i think they're just gonna play out the yeah. season as they
1: come that yeah that ship uh that ship might have sailed so <laughs> I, mean,
0: I guess they're technically four and a half games behind the astros for that second spot but i just don't see it happening man they uh yeah, too little too late, maybe. Unless they go off on some crazy run right now to end the season. I mean I I don't yeah. I don't see it happening. I mean, losing nine to eight,
2: obviously that means your hitting's there, but your pitching isn't. Yeah. That's and that's that's the that's issue. Always Which shot, I issue. mean, Dylan
0: Bundy, shout out to that dude. Um, he's basically a Cy Young contender for the Angels this season. So that's he's been like the him between him and Trout, they've been the two uh, you know, reasons I guess you can point to to why they're even winning games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, yeah, yeah it's like Donald has mentioned a few times on this podcast, it's very much like an experiment season for them. It seems like so
1: absolutely. Um, moving on from baseball to the MLS, the MLS is back. Reface part two uh, just wrapped up. Part three is about to get started. Really, it's phase. It's phase two out well, of phase the bubble. Two is, is so is, the bubble was phase. That's right. The bubble wasn't yeah. a phase. The bubble was its own coronavirus cup and then phase one and now we're going to get started with phase one wrapped up and now phase two we'll get started this weekend so phase one wrapped up with the galaxy Tyne san jose quakes zero zero in what was i only saw the first half of this game uh, i had an early uh, call time for my day job and I didn't, I guess I didn't miss much uh, in the second half because that first half looked sloppy. The field looked sloppy, is what it really was to me. It looked like it on some, some Galaxy chances, but didn't pay off for anything. Zero, zero draw. LAFC also played. Um, they're still a thing. They beat. Uh, what? What, Sonny? Oh, I mean, did-
0: look at the standees, my friend. Uh, technically, <laughs> LAFC is back ahead of Galaxy, so slow your roll. so here. crazy but how that take, could happen. To quote, to quote one of our favorite wrestlers. Oh, here we Slow go. your roll. It's no you your role. <laughs> Slow your roll, jabroni. It's to, 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 to. <laughs> and, and just know that LAFC is back where they were when phase one even started, and that's ahead of the Galaxy. Yes, technically on a goal differential, and the Galaxy do have a game in hand, but they're technically, for the moment, ahead of the Galaxy. So... Um, don't give me that l e f c still a thing <laughs> BS here, okay? <laughs> I swear, you fickle Galaxy fans, man. You win a few games and it's like, oh, we're back.
1: I don't know if you back! realize now we're champion contenders again. We, we, oh we, we have all the tools. We have all the pieces to put a championship team out there on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> at least mm-hmm. at least I like to hope so. But realistically, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> You saw the second half, Donald. Uh, Chicharito came back, and that was exciting, but how did he look? Who? Uh,
2: (laughs) Chicharito. Chicha who? What's crazy is they brought him and Jonathan Dos Santos in at the same Ah. time. It kind of felt like a a moment that would have been crazy if they had won, but uh, since they didn't, it was just like, okay, they're in. And uh, I don't know. For me, it didn't really do much in terms of the overall flow of the game. Uh, Galaxy were just still trying to find ways to do you know to, to kind of pull out something but really the the focus was more like just and doing his thing but you know you can't rely on Pablo all the time yeah. I mean people get tired dude and I could see like at the 60 70th minute him just not having the energy and Efrain Alvarez had a couple chances but I don't know why he was on the field for so long they pulled him in the 85th minute and I get that he's like the young buck who's you know got the uh, he's playing for the Mexican national team mm-hmm. um i think he's in the under 20 i believe or something like that i mean obviously yeah, the he's aspiration 18. is going to make the national team mm-hmm. yeah he's going to make the like that's the aspirations that he's going to be there but he was on the whole he was there for like 85 minutes and he really wasn't doing much and the chances that he was being given from Pavon set, set uh, setting him up he just wasn't he didn't take them and um you could tell there's this lack on his end, and I think it's just because he's still developing, but I think at the same time because it was a San Jose Earthquakes, so like they probably felt like, oh this would be a good game for the young guy to get some reps in and do it but it's like, dude, you didn't even win though like, you drew against a team you should have won, and outside of the field being terrible, it was all like patchy, yeah. the thing is like, you didn't finish, the fact of the matter is you just didn't finish, and um, yeah, Chicharito came in for Zubac so um. yeah but he didn't really add anything to it Chichabu? either like it just felt like <laughs> Chicha. it just didn't it just didn't it didn't really feel like uh, a big deal that he was in there I guess for, for for San Jose they just weren't feeling threatened at all so I don't know I don't know what that says about Chicha but yeah every
1: time Chicha's on the pitch that's a big deal just so you know Donald come on you know this you've seen you've seen the Bud Light Seltzer commercials you you know it's a big deal
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hate I hate to take shots at like my compatriot <laughs> compatriot you yeah, know i mean yoda and,
1: and chicha coming on at the same time is like a three I, I, right i there.
0: hate it yeah essentially like yeah. i root for those guys i've rooted for those guys for the last 15 years of my life you know 12 years of my life but here back comes to the, the shot the, the, to, to the u20 no but but chicharito <laughs> just makes it so easy you <laughs> know, does, like, <laughs> yeah so uh it's awful how did did you catch any of lafc's ga- a I win did. against portland I did. It was a marathon Sunday, as we kind of have discussed. I went from ten a.m. basketball to ten p.m. final whistle of MLS. Wow, uh, with LAFC playing, finishing off. What? what, By the
1: way, what channel was that game on?
0: I had to watch it. I had to watch it on ESPN Plus. Oh, okay. They didn't didn't block you out. Usually, well, I was, I was watching NFL Sunday. When that game was about to get rolling, so I mm-hmm. never, I mean, no, I didn't get blocked out. So okay, I didn't bother looking for it. I did, I did know that the Galaxy game was being played on Unimas. Uni, Unimas, yeah, Unimas. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the so, LA, uh,
1: on on cable, the LAF. So Galaxy was on Unimas, and uh, LAFC's game was on the Overflow channel of Unimas uh, yeah. because they have that to makes put, sense. They put they put the big club up on the big on the bigger channel. They did, they did
0: the they did the Galaxy one because it's the Cali Clasico. That's the only mm. reason why they did it. Okay. It's not because come on, man. <laughs> oh my god. Um Yeah, I did get to see that That's game good. and it was yeah. it was uh scary at first. It looked like some of the same old problems that were going to rise their ugly heads, but LAFC found a way to actually pull pull through. And finally, get a, a much needed W here because uh, yeah. we've been scuffling for for what's what's been the last month, all of Phase One, basically. Um, I think that was barely our second win, you know, in this in this Phase One. So yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it was uh, it was yeah. nice to see San Jose was the first one. Yeah, exactly. It was nice to see them rebound. Like I said, they they actually fell behind in this game, um, and it felt like oh no, here we go again. Um, with that said, again, as I mentioned, the last time I was on this podcast, I'm not terribly worried because I still felt like there was a lot of football left to be played. I was more, um, annoyed with the, the way they had been playing lately, even with that win, it still wasn't like satisfying. Like, yeah, they're back. It was more like, okay, you did what you had to do. You found a way to get three points. Yeah. Um, which, Stay in contention. Exactly. Um, I think what's going to help us, what's going to be huge is once we get Atuesta back and obviously Carlos Vela after that, that, that we'll return back. I will say this about the last time we... Because I didn't get to hop on last week when you guys dissected the, uh, the Clásico, a.k.a. Trafico, that was <laughs> Galaxy versus LAFC, the second one, the second time. Um, that game was being played exactly how... LAFC wanted it to be played wide open. Um, even when Galaxy scored that first goal, it was, it was perfect for LAFC it's wide open spaces. It felt like, oh, this is going to be a three, two, four, two game, you know, or four, two win or four, three, 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 draw, however you want to see it. Right. Um, what derailed that was Michael K losing his shit and making a reckless tackle that just at that point, yeah, now it's it's a wrap because you're chasing the game. And even then, LAFC, down a man, because the gameplay was so wide open, mm-hmm. still had still looked threatening at times. Yeah, they did. So so that game, to me, actually was misleading for people who didn't watch it, you know, because if you look at the score sheet, you're going to be like, oh, Galaxy's just smashed the last two games over, over their rivals. No, that's not quite how it. Played out. The first one was all effort on the Galaxy's part that they outclassed and outworked LAFC, credit to them. But the second one was they out, they out. I guess you could say smarted or out-cooled LAFC because uh, Mark Anthony yeah. Cave, if he doesn't lose I, his cool. It's a different game.
2: I definitely would say it was a mental thing. Yeah. Like they, they got in their heads. And once the goal happened, you could tell like LAFC was like... Just frustrated like overall and that's why the k thing happened right that was out of frustration because i think they were just pissed that the like the game just wasn't going their way yeah and in a weird way the galaxy i don't know if they intentionally did that they they definitely got into their head and it was crazy to see that i was watching that with my family and it was like oh dang that's crazy like that's that's it like like, that a wrap after the 10 man and all that. I was like, wow, like, I guess they just have to hang on and just just win it, yeah. And I thought it was just gonna be done at one, one nothing. So the fact that they did another two was like, oh wow, you know, but yeah, it was it was crazy seeing that
0: happen, yeah. So, anyways, I didn't want to revisit old, old stuff, but I, I felt no, no, like no, no. I needed to, you have you to, know, to, we clarify. wanted your opinion on LAFC's
1: uh <laughs> play against our galaxy, and thank you for yeah. giving it to us, but I feel like, um, even yeah, as to your point, uh the 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 LAFC still were looking threatening playing the man down. And I I was telling Donald that I still have that same level of excitement every traffic. Like it's right. still fun for me. I mean, they already announced three games coming up for the next phase and maybe another six is what I've been hearing for the last part of it. So in that last last six games, we're probably gonna get another traffico. I'm not burnt out on them yet. I still enjoy them. Like even though the galaxy have taken these last two, it's not, they've been decisive wins in the sense where we've kept clean sheets. The galaxy have kept clean sheets, but they're still like that level of excitement of anything can happen. And that's what makes these matches fun. I, yeah. I'm down for two more of them in the next in the next phase. Give us two more, and I think uh, I always go back to your your joke about the bubbles and going uh, playing in regions. And I think it was you who, who uh, you mentioned us playing in this region. Like I take ten in traficos. don't give us these bubbles. Yeah, exactly. I remember you saying that. <laughs> I'm like you know what? They're, now they heard you and they're giving yep. us a lot of entraficos, <laughs> and I'll take every single one of them. They're they're so yeah. much fun still, even without the star par- power of Vela and Chicharito. Who?
0: I agree. I agree. Even even having seen my team lose these games, it's still hella entertaining mm-hmm. and something that I look forward to, even if I watch it begrudgingly, because I know Alex's takes after this are going <laughs> to be so irrational, and <laughs> so crazy, just a little bit. Um, but <laughs> it's okay. I still enjoy it. Um, and besides, we all know which team wins when it matters most. So, you know, I'll just say that. One win. So, yeah, <laughs> it matters the most. That's all we have to go off in, of. In the playoffs. That's all we and, have to go off of. And in a playoff. Bubble. Playoff In a wins, tournament <laughs> mode, elimination style mode. Those are the games that matter most. I don't write the rules, man. I just follow them. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That's a good one.
1: Um, all right. So, go, looking ahead to this weekend, uh, the Galaxy will take on Colorado and LAFC takes on Seattle on Friday, tonight. Uh, oof. Worried? You, yeah, of I course. Be. Of course. That's a tough be. team, <laughs> man. Yeah. Uh, the NFL is also week two. The Rams take on the Eagles. Your Chargers. Bolt up. Donald, who are they taking on this weekend? They're taking on the t- freaking <laughs> Super Bowl champion. <laughs> I love the way you are City laugh. Chiefs.
2: <laughs> I hate that. Oh, man. And they're going to be at SoFi. This is, this is the worst. You know, like.
1: You're going to get that, that, that win. SoFi. You're going to crescent the stadium with a win, dude. You have to.
2: I know. That you know, the only good thing is that yeah, like Sonny said earlier, division games are always tough. So there's a shot for the Chargers to actually pull one out. Um, that's just what happens when you play with division play uh teams. It's you just know each other really well. So um I can't say they're gonna be shocked by Patrick Mahomes at all. Like they should already know what he's gonna do. So um it should be fun. Obviously it's always good to see them play a good team. I think that was the other thing too. You're playing the Bengals last week. You know that wasn't the most exciting thing too. So um, this one should feel a bit more exciting. Um, Chiefs, they got good players. Chargers got their guys. So yeah, just looking forward to some good football.
0: Yeah, if it wasn't for Chicharito being the Bengals kicker, <laughs> man, they might have <laughs> they might have pulled it off. That
1: was really rough to watch. Uh, another collapse there, kicking that field goal. Also. Uh, I got uh, before nin- we before we go I got to mention and the, UFC and is- the
0: Niners and the Niners play the Jets in case you wondered.
1: Oh, I, I don't even <laughs> see that here. I'm saying oh. since
0: it is the West box score. The Niners, you know. Okay. I'm just going to say the <laughs> Niners do play the Jets for those that are curious. All right. Make
1: sure you have make sure you have NFL Sunday ticket for that one because it's, it's not, not on it's in not our region. L, it's <laughs> not
0: the LA box score last I checked. It's the West box score. All right.
1: That's very fair. <laughs> Check out the Niners and Jets uh, over the weekend also on Sunday. Um, before we go, also, I got to mention there's a big UFC fight card on ESPN+. Plus. And that main event is worth checking out. Tyron Woodley, former welterweight champion of the world, takes on the biggest heel in all of sports, maybe Kobe Covington. I mean, if you follow him on social media at all, if you've heard him speak at all, you know he's just an antagonist. And and right now, Kobe, Sonny is giving you the bird right here on our Zoom call because you deserve it. You're a big jerk. You're playing the heel very smartly. From what I understand, from people who know him, it's all an act to break the force. It's a shoot. shoot. (laughs) It's, It's a goddamn shoot. He's playing a gimmick. And if you're really getting pissed at what Kobe's saying you're getting worked because it's all a gimmick, but it's, fun to watch and I'm gonna watch this main event cause I want to see him get his ass beat I, I, it's, it works I'm buying it hook line and sinker ESPN plus <laughs> 5 o'clock yeah. I'm gonna be there tuned in cause on the co-main event Donald Cowboy Cerrone is taking on Nico Price too That's, it's a stacked card Johnny Walker versus Brian Spawn. you got Mackenzie Dern on this card too Mackenzie Dern great Brazilian Jiu Jitsu artist Black Belt worth checking out this card top to bottom worth checking out espn plus and of course what we're all going to be watching tonight western conference finals game one our los angeles lakers back there where they belong fighting for a championship to bring back to la this is the next step guys i can't wait you excited
0: i predict series is over in five
1: the same way the gentlemen sweep where they let, where they let Denver win game Here's one my and they prediction. win the next
0: four? No, my prediction is Lakers go up 3-0. Oh. Nuggets win the next game. Now we start hearing all this hype about this time can they pull off a four game <laughs> comeback? First time in history. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then Lakers are going to come out next game and just smack them and it's going to be a wrap. Yeah, That's yeah. my prediction. Going out on a limb, but I say Lakers in five.
1: Donald, what's your yeah. prediction?
0: Um,
2: I will say I'll say Lakers in six. Ooh, I feel like they'll. I feel I feel like the Nuggets will probably take two. Um, it'll make them feel good. Obviously, like Sonny said, the media is gonna want to ride on that momentum and be like, "Oh, look, like you know, you can't count them out" and all this other stuff. But I mean, I still think the Lakers are gonna take care of them. Frank Vogel's a smart coach. Um, I think they don't talk about him enough. I feel like I'm sounding like Mark Jackson by saying that. They don't give this guy enough credit. Let me tell you that. Whatever he says, let me tell you something. This guy does not get enough credit. Um, but yeah, I just feel like they don't really talk about Vogel like that. I get that he's not Brad Stevens, you know. It's not this young guy who, like, you know, knows how to turn a team around. But um, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to the series for sure.
1: If I could write this script out, it would be the Nuggets winning game one. Just the same way the other two series have gone. And then the Lakers winning the next three with the potential to win it in five, like they had done the other series, but going to a game seven against Denver, letting Denver come back potentially to do the same thing like they've done in this previous two series just to get it done in game seven. And in the, in the NBA finals, we get a Lakers Celtics matchup in the bubble.
0: Lock it in. You know, I wouldn't be mad at that. I'm rooting. I'm I'm rooting for Lakers Celtics just from a Lakers fandom standpoint. Mm-hmm. But I think the Heat will beat the Celtics. But I'd love to see Lakers I agree. Celtics. I w- that, I,
1: I, I that Miami team. I haven't really been watching the NBA playoffs as you guys have been watching it. And I saw that overtime game uh, when it got to overtime. Obviously, waiting for a Clippers matchup. And wow, that, that Miami team. That Miami team is real,
0: real scary. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> Hey, one last note before good. one last one last note before you wrap it up, real quick. Dodgers pulled it off seven get, five. Get uh, it up. They they gave up one run at the at that end at the end there, but it wasn't Jansen. So. <laughs> and they clinched the playoff spot. Did they clinch with the, the win? There you that. go. Congratulations, yeah, Dodger fans. There you go. We're going to the bubble. There's a baseball <laughs> bubble right, this time. That's now. right.
1: Pop the, sh- pop, Playoff pop the champagne!
0: Wait I a minute! I hope they don't do that shit this season. Are you kidding me? That's no. One of my, we'll get into this later. But one of my biggest pet peeves is when teams pop champagne for winning the regular season and then winning every subsequent round after that. It's the dumbest. I shit don't I've like ever it either. Seen. You Honestly. know what
1: I want? I will. You know what tradition I want baseball to bring back is uh, seeing those old 1960s and 50s World Series champions. They just go out to the mound and shake hands, dude. That's yeah. all. They just won the championship exactly. Exactly. and. All they do is go shake hands and make me hug.
0: That was it.
1: Yeah. They kept the celebrating yeah. private as it should be back in the day. But you know, obviously there was no social media and I
0: definitely don't want to see Dave Roberts popping any champagne. If uh, they win their first round of the season, keep it classy, man. Keep it classy. <laughs> Unwritten rules, Dave Roberts. <laughs> Unwritten
1: rules. That's it for us this week. Thanks again to Sonny Amato for joining us. Check out his podcast, the Fox crate podcast. Follow him on Instagram at the Fox crate next week. We're going to cover this Western conference finals uh, more MLB and MLS season wrap-up uh, and the NFL wrap-up. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at WestBoxScore. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts downloaded. See ya. Peace. Later.